episode of Music Raygun. I'm Paul Champanelli. I am Kirk Pinchon. Oh, Kirk, the holidays are over. Done with. We are now in it. We're in 2019. And we're killing it. I mean, so far, yeah. <laughs> so far, nothing's gone wrong. For, for me, that's killing it. <laughs> yeah. That's, that counts for as you, killing it. That's yeah. just crushing life and nothing goes wrong. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. yeah. So that's all I'm asking for. That's all we really want in life. Yeah, but over the break, I know you visited your hometown yes. of Cleveland, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Where resides the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And rightfully so. And museum, which is yes. the important part. And you went with your family. I went with the family. I hadn't been there since, I think it opened, not the official opening, but it was like the late 90s when I was there last. Oh, wow. Uh, just because just, we just stopped going and then we had kids and the kids are like, ah, I don't really want to go see it. So we went this year because the kids were old enough and it's great. Yeah. If you like music, make the pilgrimage because there's so much stuff. There's so much stuff. I mean, a lot of people talk shit about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and rightfully so because I enjoy the Hall of Fame. Yeah, but having a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is arguably dumb. Is it? Is it because it's not rock and roll to have a rock and roll to have? Yes. Rock and roll? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And also because there's always something to complain about. Who's getting inducted and who's yes. not? Because it just happened and everyone's all pissed off and they're like, "Oh, they didn't get in!" And yeah, yeah. But the actual building, when you look at it as the rock and roll museum, yes. which it is, yeah, is awesome. It's amazing. Yeah. And there's stuff in there. Here, here are the couple of brief highlights that were great. Number one, there's a pinball room where they have pinball machines from uh, musicians. So, like, you know how, like, Kiss had pinball machines? Sure. A bunch of other ones did. So, there's, like, the Elton John one. I sent you a picture yeah. of the punk one. Yeah. Just generally punk. Just generally punk. Yeah. And there was a Dolly Parton one. Sure. Dolly Parton had sense. one in, like, the early 80s. Yeah. And you got to play. You got a couple free tokens. You got to play. So, that was very, very cool. The other highlight was uh, the half-hour movie of nothing but clips from American Bandstand. Ooh. Which, like, even my kids are like, that was amazing. Yeah, just all through the years. Just all through the years. Just a bunch of clips of random musicians playing. And that was really cool. And then, of course, because there's a Prince thing. Uh, not enough Prince, yeah. of course. I, I just want to say for context, I went once. That was in 2005. So I'm, okay. sure, I'm sure there's a lot more in there now. That yeah, there, when I yeah. There was a Prince, a small little... I mean, they had a guitar and they had the out, purple outfit. But then there's a little display. And behind the display... Is a letter from Paisley Park Enterprises yeah. uh, and a, uh, a little hard disk, a uh, computer disk, yeah. uh, that they gave out to press agents to help them be able to print his symbol. Okay. For, for newspapers to print his symbol. To actually have the character yes. on your computer. Yes. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so there's this little note that says, please use this hard uh, this disk. For when you're using Princess, for using the symbol's name, yeah, so it's easier for you. You're welcome, Paisley Park Enterprises. And I was like, oh, look That's at that. Cool. That's that cool. was really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. If you love rock and roll, make the pilgrimage. Was there anything that uh, your kids zeroed in on that surprised you that they were um, into? Besides playing pinball, yeah. um, <laughs> they really were into. There's a little section. Um, it's like three different films playing at the same time about uh, the evils of rock and roll. All the like news thing about like rock and roll is the devil and it causes this and that. And, oh, wow. And from like the 50s and even some from the 80s. And they were fascinated by that. Yeah. They just were like, that's the dumbest thing ever. Yep. And I'm like, yeah, it is. But back then I took it seriously. 
they were really fascinated by how they how how in the fifties the rock and roll was devil's music. Yeah, they just couldn't fathom it because it's a part of their lives now. But when they get older and reach middle age and have kids of their own, their kids are going to get into something where they're going to be like, "What is that? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> You're going to hell." Yeah, yeah. But no, it was a great. It was a great trip. Everyone should go. All right. Well, now it's time for don't at me. Okay, Don't At Me is the part of the show when we each say a hot take or an unpopular opinion about something in music, but we don't care about anyone else's opinion, so please don't at us. And especially don't at me. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm under the weather and my voice can't take an argument. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Paul's really being a trooper doing the show for you guys. And uh, yeah, you sound like Brenda Vaccaro. You... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, do you want to go first? Or I'll, go, I'll go first. Mine's really, uh, mine's really fast. Okay. So and, it's fine. So that oh, good. Yeah. Uh, fun fact. ABBA spelled backwards is shitty music. Don't at me. <laughs> All right. Uh, mine is a defense. Oh. I still like Katy Perry. And I think some of her best stuff is on Witness. Don't at me. Nice. It's her most recent album. That took me a while because I was like, do I know anything from Witness? Yeah. I'm sure I do. But yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay. It's time for a music trivia quiz. All right. I'm going to take my jacket off for this one. Because now now it counts. Oh, yeah. It's not just an expo mission. No, more expo missions. Kirk and I will ask each other questions from the music-themed expansion pack for the board game Trivial Pursuit. It was published in 1985, so the questions are about music only from before 1985, and that means it's hard. Yes, it's especially, a hard quiz. especially when you're sick. Yeah. Uh, you can go. I think you go first. Okay. I'll uh, select the card. Ask me the questions on that card. Please. All right. Here we go. Cover notes. What Beatles album cover was the first to feature a distorted photo of their faces? A distorted photo? A distorted photo. Rubber soul. Correct. By the way, there's a lot of Beatles at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Of course. Almost a little too much Beatles, I'm going to say. You're going to say. (laughs) (laughs) Here's what I'll say. Honestly, the Beatles should have their own museum. Not going to disagree with that. Take take some of the stuff out of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Give the Beatles their own museum. The only... Now I'm going to argue with myself. Okay, good. If they're going to open it, it's probably going to be in Liverpool and I'll never get to see it. So that, don't do that's that. That's true. Yeah. That is very true. Uh, Mom, what's the first song heard in the Disney movie Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs? Hi-ho. Someday My Prince Will Come. Oh, okay. I've never seen that movie. Oh, wow. I just assumed that it started That, that was a good guess. Uh, 50s. What teen idol earned his spurs with Rocco and the Saints? What? <laughs> what teen idol earned his spurs with Rocco and the Saints? The fifties. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say Ricky Nelson. Frankie Avalon. Okay. Sixties. Uh, what song booted Nancy Sinatra to the top in '66? Uh, okay, that's really easy because they put a hint in there. Yeah. It's these boots are made for walking, but just for some extra credit because they gave away the answer. I gotta say, I know who wrote that song. Who? Lee Hazelwood, her frequent collaborator. Oh, wrote it for himself, and she was like, "Well, this works better <laughs> as 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 if you swap the genders." Yeah. Less. Oh, that was her idea. Yes. That's great because it does work better. Yeah. 
Because uh, then it's almost like a woman empowerment yeah. sort of song rather than a man telling exactly. you, I'm going to walk all over you. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's yeah. terrible that way. Yep. Yeah. All right. You got two. Oh, boy. Good God. Here's another one for you. It's going to be three. What all-girl group did Joan Jett fly with before running away with the Blackhearts? Oh, come on, the Runaways. What are they doing? Before running away. Stop oh. that. You know that I knew that. I, knew I, that. I didn't need the hit. No, that was terrible. Yeah. All right, so you have three. three. All right. It's a magic number. Oh, it is. Yeah, it is. Uh, anything goes. What's a banjo lele across between? A banjo and a ukulele. Yes. Ugh. All right. All right. Four is the number to beat. Four is the number to beat. Lulled you into a false sense of complacency. This is what this you did. Voice. You were playing the long con yeah. with all this. It's a long con game. All right. All right. Covered oats. What was Janis Joplin's last backup band? Um, Little Feet. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Full Tilt Boogie. No. Wait, did she ever go by Janis Joplin, Joplin and Full Tilt Boogie? Or was it always just yeah. Janis Joplin? Well, first it was Big Brother and the Holding Company. Oh, I thought that was just its own thing. Yeah, it was, I mean, like, uh, Piece of My Heart is Big Brother and the Holding oh, Company. Oh, is it? Yeah. Hippie music. <laughs> you don't like Janis? Eh. All right, don't at me. Uh, <laughs> or don't at you. Mm-hmm. Your mother should know. What did Jerome Kern stop doing after he wrote... Nobody else but me for Showboat. What did he stop doing after he wrote Nobody Else But Me for Showboat? Writing songs. Exactly correct. <laughs> wow. That's what. All right. 1950s. Whose first 1956 gig at Las Vegas's Frontier Hotel was canceled after a week of poor attendance and bad reviews? Frank Sinatra. No. If you thought about it for one more second. <laughs> It's a 50s question. Who's first 1956 gig at Las Vegas' Frontier? Elvis. Elvis. Son of a bitch. Well, I lost, but let's keep going. He ate shit in Vegas when he tried it. That's so weird. Isn't that? 60s. I didn't know that before I read the question. I'm not active. But now it makes sense. Yeah. What instrumental group recorded Spanish Flea? I do know this. Yeah, you do. Oh, God damn it. Uh oh, say it again. What instrumental group recorded Spanish Flea? Is it Herb Albert and the Team on a Brass? Yes, it is. Yeah, that's what I thought. Two. Oh. You got two more, which you need to tie. Alright. You cannot win. But you can still tie. Alright. After the Beatles, what brotherly duo scored with the musical imperative? Get the funk out my face. Uh, shut up. Is that really it? Yeah. The Brothers Johnson. The Brothers Johnson. Oh, my God. Right. There's your three. All right. One tie. Anything goes. <clears throat> Who modestly noted, quote, I epitomize America. You get multiple choice here. John Denver, Jim Morrison, or Elvis Presley. Oh, Who said, I boy. epitomize America. All right. Well, I have two in my head, but I'm going to say Elvis Presley. The answer is John Denver. I didn't think it was him at all. Yeah. I didn't think he had the balls to say that. Well, it's, it's. I think it was like 
I don't know, a falsely modest sort of. You know, right. I'm just a regular guy. Yeah, I'm just like the regular job. I'm not a rock star. <laughs> okay, I'm just a re- I'm just a good old boy made good, right? Yeah. I epitomize. That's that's how I imagine it because John Denver doesn't seem like the type to brag about it. No, exactly. Uh, but you uh, won. I did win. All right, now officially, because I won the last one, but that was just an expo mission. Yeah, this now you're back on. I I broke in the bad spell. Yes. All right. Uh, But that's it for our mini episode, everybody. Bye. Bye.